Chance, it's your boy Rook in the house. You already seen him, he's dressed for the occasion. Yeah, what's good? You know, I do it every single time. B. I forgot what episode this is, but I'm about to tell y'all right now as I look it up. Today's episode is 35. 35. So, to everyone that's on the Patreon game because we got a couple people that signed up. We appreciate y'all. I'm saying the links in the description box. Make sure you get it. We had some behind-the-scenes episodes. We had some Patreon-only episodes. If you watch Joe Button, you sure already know what it's about. But we do those. Sometimes we are, we're going to have some live streams going on. You might want to check it out. You can't get that on YouTube or Apple or Spotify. So sign up. It's a low tier. 10.575. Mad easy. Shout out to the YouTube subscribers. We're almost at 1,000. I think we're at 957 right now. Appreciate y'all. We're almost at 1,000. Hit it. There's a couple of y'all that watch this. The percentage is close. Well, actually, there's a lot of you. I think it's like 81% of you that watch that are subscribed. Subscribe. Let's get it. Um, Thank you. What else? Cash App is there. Whatever, whatever. We appreciate y'all. Merch Gang is here. Make sure you cop a hoodie. Still hoodie season. Oh, where did I put it? Did I put it in the car? Steady um, hoodie season. Damn it. Well, we got a new mask. Chance D. Rook podcast logo is on it. Go ahead and cop that. I didn't bring it. Should have brought it. Be prepared, didn't cop it. What else? Anyway, appreciate all y'all do. Appreciate y'all being here. Appreciate the loyal ones, not the ones that come go, the ones that stay. Kick off your shoes, drink something, smoke something, roll something. But we appreciate the loyalty. That's what, we, that's what we're here for. Let's get it. Today's episode simply we're giving out roses. Last time we gave out roses, it was for. Maybe five NBA players, X. Now we back. Five X NFL players. If you couldn't already tell with Rook's whole uh, get up you got going on. Rook's always dressed for the occasion. I try. So Rook, I'll let you start off with the with the first contestant. And if we get, a, get it wrong. How about them cowboys? If we get it wrong to y'all can put it in the in the comments, but we're not. Go. Man. You got, you got to give respect to, to the original playmaker. I, and when we're talking about playmaking, we're talking about third down and red zone at the wide receiver position, at the skill position. Michael Irvin. I, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't always, you know, those big bomb plays downfield, which, you know, they look good. They make great highlights. But making plays when it matters. When the game or the drive is on the line, and he talks about that with young receivers. He talks about that, you know, all throughout his career. When my number's called, third down, red zone, I show up. That's when you need to show up, all right, because that's when it matters the most. That's when you show everybody what you really were. He's the man, man, heart, soul, leadership, fire, passion, on the field, off the field, and – Shit, it's it's look where it started, yo. Born in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, had to go play for them Canes. Put them on the map, national championship, first team all pro, all American, and then went to the NFL, killing three time Super Bowl champion. In the 1980s, the University of Miami was the college football team of the decade. In the 1990s. The Dallas Cowboys were the professional football team of the decade. Cowboys back to back in that. There was one constant throughout both of those reigns, and his name is Michael Irvin. As he led the NFL in receiving yards for his first five straight Pro Bowl seasons. Oh, man. The playmaker was equally entertaining after the catch. He had a swagger coming out of Miami. 
that was magnified in Dallas. Showtime. He was a guy who said, look, I know I'm great. I'm going to tell you beforehand I'm going to kick your ass, then I'm going to kick your ass, and then afterward I'm going to remind you very loudly about how I just kicked your ass. And who do you think it is? Michael Irvin. What do I do? Make plays. Then but make plays, baby. Don't confuse flamboyance, enthusiasm for selfishness. He was never selfish. But five-time pro bowler, he's an all-pro, first and second team. Uh, he led the NFL in receiving yards a couple times. He's he's all decade team. All right? He's all Madden. Heavily respected by, by young guys even coming up right now. Got to know who the playmaker is. If you don't know who Michael Irvin is, he never watched football before. How many uh, yards he finished receiving? 11,904. Receiving touchdown, 65. Reception, 750. So, Michael Irving. I mean, some people might say you don't need to make this list because you get your roses every day. That's what they say because since you're still uh, live on the network, still doing your thing. But I still don't think you got enough. Just you definitely needed to make the list. Uh, it's hard to give that man his roses when he's on TV blowing, blowing a vessel talking about these boys. Talking about them boys. Oh, yo, you know, we're going to have an honorable mention. You know what? We, we might do six because the main person I told you I wanted to have on this list, I just noticed isn't on this list. The top you two. You my number 89. Yes, I am. Might as well go into it. My favorite, play, my favorite player of all time, Steve Smith. Like, there wasn't a dude like him. Like... He played like he was six foot five, 325 pounds. I mean, if you threw that ball up there, he was finna go get it. He definitely put Carolina on the map. He made Jake Delholm look like he was a beast. No turning back now. If you're dressed, you got to show up. Steve Smith was down the player coming out of University of Utah. Outstanding punt returner. Passion, uh, built for toughness, uh, had a natural uh, feistiness. The rookie Smith from his seven-yard line. Please tell me something I can't do so I can prove to you I can do it. Cutting outside, 30, there he goes. You also liked his speed and explosiveness. The rookie on his first touch as a professional, all the way for a touchdown. I know his vertical leap is as high as he wants it to be. How did little dude jump so high? He was a terrific player. The only question that you had is size. He's 5'9", he's not 5'10". He's 5'4". 5'5", five, five, possibly. 190, 195 pounds. Thick. Built for contact. Normally, that's not prototypical dimensions for a number one receiver. If you see this face, that means I score. Smith still going 50. Cuts inside at the 40. He's going to score. The rookie takes it all the way. You don't know who Steve Smith is. By the end of this game, you don't know who he is. I promise you that. Once he got on the field, it was, you're not going to keep him off. Double coverage. Steve makes a great catch, and he's in for a score. How does he do it? Anyone that was around him knew that he was a feisty player. He takes it to the edge. Downfield, Smith at the 45 to the 40. It's Breaks over. free. It's 20, over. 10, 5, touchdown. Woo. Touchdown, Steve Smith. 69 yards. And we are going to the NFC Championship game. Steve talks and he doesn't stop. This is a nail. Hit him in a coffin. You're dead. He didn't talk to you like a homeboy. He had to talk to you like he a daddy or grandpa. Ice up, son. Ice up. Like, hey, bro, I beat you today. Now go mow my lawn. Make sure you mow my lawn, too, while you're out there. Keep it clean for me. He seeks those confrontations out, because the more you talk, the better he plays. And now he knows he's going to get caught. Look at the stiff arm. Fights him off, and he's going to walk in from there. He's not just going to stiff arm you. He wants to stiff arm you to where your mom feels it. And to stiff arms the mess out of Travis Daniels. It's going to be an all-out brawl. He played to his personality, and I think that's the thing. His feistiness, his physicality, his ability to run through arm tackles made him special. He breaks away. How did he do it? He's across midfield. He may score. A Houdini act. I, I love the guy. I absolutely love playing with him. I can't wait to see you in the Hall of Fame, Steve Smith Sr. Steve An old man playing a young man's game. Some of y'all going to have to ice up. Because... <laughs> <laughs> This is my dude. This is this is my Michael Irvin. This is my Devs Bryant to, to Rook. This is my dude. Five-time Pro Bowler, two-time first-team All-Pro, second-team All-Pro, 
NFL Comeback Player of the Year. My man wasn't done. NFL Receptions Leader on that comeback tour. NFL, NFL Receiving Yards Leader on the comeback tour. NFL Receiving Touchdowns Leader on the comeback tour. Carolina Panthers Hall of Fame. Well, Hall of Honor, but Hall of Fame. First Team All-Mountain West. Second Team All-Mountain West. Receptions, 1,031. Receiving Yards, come on, more than your boy Irving, 14,731. Receiving touchdowns, I believe it's more than your boy, 81. Return yards, 4,055. Return touchdown, six. Like, yo. Why are you going to make me get at your mans now, man? And he's my mans. He's yeah. also my mans. You know they work for the same network. And they be, they be, they be trash talking each other every once in a while no on the network. I, no I, want, I want Steve to understand something, though. I There's a reason why he's a three-time Super Bowl champion. All right, Michael Irvin. There's a reason why. All right, there's a reason why he's a national champion. I know why. Because he had Emmett Smith, Troy Aikman. That that's that's a big reason. He had who was his coach? Jimmy Johnson. You mean you mean his coach from college? I'm just saying he had a lot of reasons why he's a three-time Super Bowl. Who did Yo, look, who did Steve Smith, who did Steve Smith really have over in Carolina? Steve went. They went. I'm saying, but who does Steve really have besides Jake Delhomme? Yo, they had a really good damn defense. Because we, we got Cam after the fact. Like They had a really wait, good damn defense. I, oh, by the way, the number one receiver at that time on that team was Moosey Muhammad. Even Steve Smith would tell you he learned a lot from number 87. Yo, Mad Smith. respect to number 87. Smith, we don't so do Steve that, Smith came into the league as a late-round pick. Yo, ice up, son. Ice up. Specialist. All right? If you don't know that clip, ice up, son. No one's better than Steve Smith. Like I said, Sorry. a return specialist. That's why, yo, no. Steve, my roses to you is the work that you put in. So like I said, you came in as a return specialist. The you weren't a number one, number two, number three, not yet. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't know you were slept on. You were Wait. slept on and you came up the way that you did to have the career that you did. That's why, that's why you have to get your roses. I have respect for you every day. Now root for y'all in that Super Bowl. And I'm sorry y'all didn't win it. But that, definitely that should have been our Super Bowl. That should have been Carolina. Well represented. Well represented. Should have been our Super Bowl. We won. That that was on right there. Can't believe I almost forgot you, but I didn't because real niggas remember. Glad glad we remembered. I love the podcast. We got to get you on. I'll be hitting you in the DM, son. I'm saying be hitting you in the DM. Come on, check it. Come slide up through. You know what I mean? It's all good. We're friendly here. But Steve Smith, I ain't gonna lie. He's probably my, he's probably number one on my list. Period. Like, even with these roses that were given, because I guess because being a shorter dude, playing with heart like that, like, I can't even, you know, the grind was crazy. The competitiveness was crazy. The trash talking was second to none. And he will bust your shit up on the field, too, friend or foe. Period. Period. Whether you're a teammate or not, you're talking shit, you're about to get popped in your mouth. Period. And then he's going to back it up on the field afterwards. So, he definitely getting that slot. It's my That's number one. It's my number one slot, but whatever, whatever. He'll he just he fell in Rooks because Rook wasn't even thinking about him. But yo, he's my number one slot. But who? Moving on to the next one. We hey, we doing one. roses. We ain't doing the top five. I know we ain't doing my top one. All right, Steve. You you're my top one, B. That's it. Carolina Panthers. But, but I don't I don't rep the Carolina Panthers no more. Because you fucked over Steve Smith and you fucked over Cam Newton. So we done with y'all. It's all good though. Moving on to the next. That's another conversation for another day. Carolina, we done. But go ahead. So we did Michael. We did Steve. Who's next on the list? Ocho Cinco. Cinco like Ocho. Ocho Cinco. Chad Johnson. Tell him about him. Oh man. Yo, we, yo, no one had better footwork coming in and out of eight breaks at that time than Chad. All right. Chad's feet look like a cartoon. All right. He'll break your ankles running his route. That's without the football. This dude had highlights. He would freestyle his routes. Y'all played NFL Street any day in your life. It looked like that. It looked like you're out in, in the yard playing. And though Carson didn't like it from time to time, because he ain't necessarily run his route precisely, he, he's going to get open. One-on-one, you're getting beat. I, you taking anything for the game? Yeah. Viagra. Uh, that'll make you proud. 
He's the kind of athlete that like really pisses off my dad. What y'all talking about? Y'all talking about me? Cause they didn't have guys like Chad Johnson in the in the 60s and 70s. If I get in the end zone, make sure you keep the camera on me. I'm gonna give you your money's worth before I leave today. Well, you're gonna kiss the baby today. And I can catch that one sitting on the toilet. Ocho Cinco, I don't care where you're from in the country. If you were changing the channels and the Bengals were playing, you go, oh no, wait, I, oh, I gotta see what's gonna happen here. If Chad is anywhere near the ball, I gotta see what's gonna happen. Makes the move inside the five. Touchdown, Ocho Cinco. And a little dance from Chad Johnson. I was 35. Man, they all suck, man. Come on, you, you, this me. This no, me. I just wanna know, I was 35. Horrible. This ain't what you want. This ain't what you want. What you looking at? What you looking at? 240,000. I don't care what you are. I know you can't cover. You too pretty. Right there, number two, you too pretty. Y'all can't be talking about nothing. Double 85, that's it. I got a trivia question. It's a new year. Same old question. How do you stop 85? Chad Johnson did plenty of talking with both his mouth and his feet. He says nobody. You can go my way because I'm going to be open. I got you. What a play. How about those for some hands? I'm always open. Ocho right here now. Whether he was Ocho Cinco or just Chad Johnson, our number six mic'd up guy of all time walked the line between fun loving and disrespectful. Child, please. Child, please. Child, please. Chad Johnson on the sideline got on a knee like he was proposing to Daphne over there. All that crazy stuff he would do was so much fun to watch, and that's what makes football so much fun. Characters like Chad Ochocinco, you never know what they're going to do next. Ooh, I know I'm good now. I because he's dancing up and down the field on you. Speed, quickness, hands. Run after the catch. Yo, everyone, Crazy ability. everyone on this list is basically terminology for what he said on the, on the podcast uh, with him and uh, Marshall is he was a dog. Everyone on the list is a dog that we're talking about. But Chad was definitely a dog. Like another one, like you said, he breaking away, he out. Rook likes him for statistics, obviously. Y'all know me. Y'all know the cocky. Style. Style and flair. Come on. Who was celebrating like him, man? That's what I'm saying. Y'all know the cockiness, so you know I'm all about the celebration, about the cocky shit. And yo, some of those, some of those celebrations, legendary and crazy. Crazy. But go ahead, run through the stats. You you got it. Shout out the Sunshine State again, because there's another dude out of the state of Florida. I don't know, man. They, they just do football. Because I'm in Florida, we don't want to move over here. It's all good. Go. I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to get down there, man. I'm trying to get down there. All right. Because we already said, okay, we're trying to go to Texas. Go ahead. Let's go. You might not want uh, to be probably not go to Texas no more, but go ahead. Give me the stats. Yo, 766 receptions, mm. 11,000 yards receiving, mm. 67 touchdowns. And would have been so much more than that if the, if the Bengals weren't such a messy organization. All right, and Carson didn't want to leave. Carson Palmer wanted to leave, and things just fell apart. And, you know, you don't got Carson throwing the ball to, to, to Chad no more. I don't know what happened in New England. I'm not going to speak on it. But that didn't work out, which, which is weird to everybody till this day. But, yeah, the numbers would have been way greater than what they are if, if it wasn't for certain situations. Because wide receivers don't get to throw themselves the ball. I mm -hmm. Playmakers don't, you got to get the ball into their hands and the rest is history. You know but why, you know the six-time pro bowler, he's three-time first-team All-Pro. He's also a second-team All-Pro and led the league in receiving yards in 06. You know you know why he was able to do all that, right? Because he's on that McDonald's diet. Yeah, yeah. He said that's his diet all day, McDonald's. McDonald's is soul food. I mean, some some dudes can do that, though, and a lot of people don't seem to understand that. You got to know your body. Oh, my body says I, no. I try to talk to people about that shit. You got to know what you're working with personally and treat each case separately. 
He's yeah, a separate case. I I know some dudes in high school, even into college, they ate some trash, man. They eat Burger King and whatever and go work out and they'll bust your ass. I'm here to tell you, that's not my body. That's not my genetics. Talking about McDonald's right now just gave me five pounds. That's not my genetics. That's not my genetics is set up. So you see I'm drinking the water. We ain't telling me ain't no name brands on here because ain't nobody supporting it, the podcast right now. You want to get your ad placement here, water, water people? Come on. You already know. Slide in the DM. We got you. I'll drink whatever. Mm-hmm. I'll drink whatever. Pause. I, I know I could, I know I could eat a whole probably case of White Castle burgers and still go out and go play a pickup game right now. White Castle is fire. Man, White Castle forever. That was that that was that after the club meal, after you done been sauced up a little bit. Oh, White you Castle. know they open. Oh, they open. Plus, I was in Bayside, Queens. White Castle was literally five minutes away from me. Walking, oh, yeah. walking distance. So you already know what it was. And right by the bar. But anyway, that's another conversation another time because I gave you a little bit of that sauce last time. We had a problem with it because we had pink Moscato up in the fridge, but it's all good though. It don't matter. Gameplay was crazy. We was playing weekend in the background and it was lit. But anywho, next dude. Yo, I'm a big fan. The next uh, dude is a dude. Let's get that out of the way. He's a dude. Y'all we talking about the same one. Damn right we are. Right. He's a whole he's a whole grown ass man. And that that was in college when I saw him. I'm like, yo, where do they breed people like you? What college you saw him in? The University of Central Florida. Good. I want you to know that he also is from here, went to high school here, Winter Park, Lake Howell, right up the street from me. Beast. I called on late, like I said, like I was trying to say. He's actually uh, from Pittsburgh, but. Well, he went to high school here, bro. Lake Howell. Yeah. Winter Park, all right? Which, which, yo, don't try to make me look silly on the podcast, B. I cut the feed, son. I cut the feed. I know what I'm talking about. But anywho, he's a beast. I'm a fan, especially the podcast. I am athlete. The shit is crack. Hopefully, we do the cross brand. Yo, I'm gonna say it all day. Hopefully, we do I want to get spot. Definitely. I, I want to, I want to get spot because they they eat that good food on the podcast too. I want to get spot. Yo, chef, let, let, let us borrow chef. She, she doesn't think she's crazy. Dope, but he does his thing. Um. Rook, I'll let you talk more statistics because that's a little closer to home. But I want to let you know that I'm definitely a fan. He's definitely a beast. I called on late, so then I found out the numbers, and I was like, yo, but it was crazy. Go for it. Don't try and suck my dick now, nigga, I don't forget I've been screaming loyalty, nigga, nothing else And now I finally realize I'm talking to myself Bitch, perfect, the way I paint is so dramatic To make an addict and mentally say we got to have it I'm just learning, can't you see it's in my growth? I give you all my pain and love, I give music hope Such a charmer, but if I walk, I bring the drama I got bammers that can make a nigga go in summer I can drive, maybe I should charge for class If nigga's serious with the smack, I'ma do the math no pun intended, I promise my pun has no intentions If I don't feel you, you don't ever get no missions He's good, man. He's so good. He is so good. If you're not keeping notes, don't worry. Because Brandon Marshall is. there's a receiver that's bigger than a linebacker you know you start second guessing if you're playing the right position he's just a beast he's been i would say my favorite receiver when he catches the ball he's not looking to get down he's not looking to step out of bounds he's always fighting for extra yards he's better after the catch he's great with the catch but once he has the ball in his hand he's even better Sensational individual effort. 
When Brandon Marshall's not lowering his shoulder, he's elevating. Fitting that this Lord of Liftoff is now a jet. I remember watching a game on Monday night, and they were playing the Niners. He made that one-handed catch out of nowhere. Look into the end zone, throws it behind Marshall. He pulls it in for the touchdown. A one-hander with his right hand. I feel like if you throw the ball anywhere near him, he'll catch it. Wow. I just, that's just wow. Brandon Marshall with the grab. And that was a beauty. Oh, you got to speak to yourself a little bit, you know what I mean? <laughs> All right, let's just get to the numbers first, right? We need to say the name. All right, the beast that is and the beast that was Brandon Marshall. Man-child. All right, if y'all talking about, you know, guys in the league now because, you know, people want to talk about DK and love DK. Before there was a DK, there was a Brandon Marshall. There's a man 6'4", changed damn near 6'5", 230 pounds steaming down the field at the wide receiver position. They don't make too many like that, especially make them like that, and they're actually great. Not average, not good, not mediocre. They're great. They don't make many like that. The dude's damn near a tight end, but he's a monster wide receiver. 970 receptions, over 12,000 yards receiving, 83 receiving touchdowns, Injuries and just bad luck as far as teams is the reason why this man does not have a Super Bowl. Because he's got game that will take a team to that next level to be a Super Bowl contender if they're already good. But he was on soft teams or whatever and balled out. <laughs> well, he broke the, re- the single game receiving receive receptions record twice. Twice. That's T.O.'s record, which was once Jerry Rice's record. He broke it twice. Mm-hmm. Man, sick. I, you knew they were throwing in the ball. That's how you catch 22 catches in a game. You knew they were throwing you the ball, and there's nothing you could do about it. Nothing. I, you, knew, you knew the play was, if it's a pass play, drop back pass to Brandon Marshall. Nothing you could do about it. He's going to catch 20-something passes against you? Beast. I double coverage. They, they were in bracket coverage, which is corner underneath, linebacker in the middle, safety over the top. Nope, don't matter. He's going to get it. He's going to go get that. Catches over the middle, sacrificing your body. Going to go get that. All right. He deserves way more credit and respect than, than, than what I feel he gets. Yep. Um, for all the guys on this list and the guys that we're about to mention, Brandon needs to be in the Hall of Fame. As soon as he's eligible, I don't want to hear about rings in a team sport. I hate hearing about that stuff. What these guys did individually is beyond, you know, the recognition that that is usually given. They they needed and then some. All right, they need to be put on a pedestal as far as his game and their position is concerned. Brandon Marshall is a trendsetter and a game changer at the position. They started looking for people. Just like him. That's how you get a DK Metcalf and his teammate A.J. Brown. You start looking for dudes 6'3", 220 plus, 30 plus pounds that can run, catch, and be monsters like he is. First ballot, baby. First ballot. I think think he had a 1,000 yards receiving for every team he played for. I believe believe that. That sounds correct. That sounds correct. Six-time Pro Bowl. First time, first team All Pro, Pro Bowl MVP, second team All Pro, NFL receiving touchdowns, co-leader, hundred greatest Bears of all time. No, that's big. Most that's big. You make the hundred greatest Bears of all time. Gail Gail Sayers is on that list. There's some Bears. All right, Sweetness is on that list. Walter Payton's on that list. I'm sure Mike Ditka is on that list. Like you made the man and the most receptions in the game, twenty one. Twice. As he likes to remind T.O., I did twice. Crazy, right? 
crazy. All right, and some, yo, think about it. Sometimes it you didn't know who was throwing him the ball. And definitely doesn't even get, he don't get talked about like that. Nah, because they're going to talk that, yo, again, I got a problem with, with the media being in too much control over what gets said or what, or who gets what respect because of how you want to perceive them. Y'all paint this picture. None of these guys, to me, are a problem in the locker room because no one in the locker room felt like they're a problem. That's just the truth. All right. Everybody individually has whatever going on, but no one actually felt like they're a problem. It's what you want to paint because the story is going to sell and people are going to eat it up. Weren't Not one problem. Not one problem in the locker room. So I don't care about the off the field stuff. They, they're human beings at the end of the day. Stuff happens off the field. Life, life goes on. These, these dudes are larger than life. They easily should be Hall of Famers without a question. And he shouldn't have to wait. Like Drew Pearson waited. And I'm like, oh, man, I wish I could get at every writer that made that man wait. You mean to say he, he won he won two Super Bowls with great Roger Staubach? I wasn't even born yet. And he had to wait, what, 40 years or something like that? 30 years to, to get into the Hall of Fame? So we already know what That's that is. Nonsense. We already know what that stuff be like. It's a different podcast. We already know what that should be behind politics. Because the next dude, perfect segue, Shows exactly why there's politics and that shit when they're not supposed to be because they kept changing the rules for him because they didn't want him in the Hall of Fame. But you couldn't deny his numbers. Off the field, still worked out, still was a beast, still fat. I think he could still be some of the receivers today. Off the field, crazy. On the field, crazy. Numbers were crazy. You know who I'm talking about. Dude, 40 years old, can run 4-5 right now. I I can't run 4-5 when I was 16. Dude's a beast. You I'm scared to run it right now. You already know, probably, probably one of the best all time as far as celebrations, because you know that's my thing right there. But well, him and Chad was going at it. That shit was fun. And that's what made football fun at the time. Now, don't you still get, don't you get fined? Or did they, did they let you? No, nah, they, they removed that. They got a celebration camera and stuff now, man. They already knew what happened when they took that away. But yeah, go ahead. Let's get into the sticks. But we're talking about Terrell Owens. You already know who he is. Don't get no love because they act like he's a problem, but he isn't. Give me the stay. I think T.O. is the best receiver to play during the era in which I played football, and that would include the 2000s. Number three, that's too low in my opinion. So controversy opens our number three selection, and why not? Who can make a play? I can! Has there ever been a more controversial wide receiver than Terrell El Dorado Owens? T.O. was just drama, man. T.O. was must-see TV. Some would say this is starting to become a circus. He held a hybrid driveway workout press conference. You think this is a distraction? Is this just hurting the team? Hey, I ain't hurting the team. That alone is a mic drop. He should be number one for that alone. <laughs> he took a shirt off and held a press conference while working out. I love the fans. Not proper setups. He wasn't doing the setups properly, just if I may. But, but that's him. If he, if, he, if he wants to hurt his lower back, that's on him. That's on him. He's going to the star. He's going to the star. Him running to the center of Dallas Stadium and putting the ball down on the star. I have never seen anything like that. That takes balls. To place a ball in that way takes balls. He was the one that brought the Sharpie from out of his uniform, right? He had a pen and his sock. That was a good one. Yeah, that was a really good one. There is no Terrell Owens story that would surprise me. You know, there's no... Terrell Owens showed up at a Chuck E. Cheese and he fought Chuck E. Cheese. No, I don't think he was always 100% focused on the game. I think he was literally thinking in his mind. Ah! Okay, today, okay, I'm going to score two touchdowns today. And the first one, I'm going to do some popcorn situations. On the second one, I'm going to lift up half my jersey. I'm going to ripple only the left uh, quads and then the left um, abs to the abductors and the... Um, and the maybe I'll do, Okay, maybe I'll do some peck. Now, what am I going to do right now? I'm going to do maybe a little pantomime here, get out of the box. Then we'll come and do um, Big Bad Wolf around the backside of the goalpost. That's, that's what I'm going to do right now. Boop, boop, knocking players off. That's all I want to have! Tio wasn't the first flamboyant receiver. 
and he certainly won't be the last. But there's a drawback to being one of the loud guys. We tend to then push their accomplishments aside because we don't like them. We have a bad attitude, you know. But what he did on the field, like, you can talk that talk if you perform on Sunday and Monday night, and he did that. I know you don't want me to shine, but I'm going to shine anyway because I love me some me. T.O., for all of his warts, was a tough wide receiver going over the middle and making tough catches. We know what he did in the Super Bowl against the New England Patriots. I'm in a league of my own. They ain't ready for me. By the way, that was on one leg. I'm on half a leg in the case. On the field, T.O. is just a freak. Strong, athletic. Catch by Owens. Breaks a tackle. Makes a break. Makes another. He would bully you. He would bully a cornerback. That was always fun to see. P-O-T-T. Terrell Owens jumped off the field. The speed, the strength, the explosion, the hands. Whoa, who's that guy? Between 2000 and 2009, no one had more receiving yards than that guy. And his 123 touchdowns ranked second. Owens at the 30, at the 20, at the 10, 68-yard touchdown. Everybody on the football field knows that Terrell Owens is going to get the ball. And the fact that you're still able to get the ball consistently is amazing. I told you, they hate the love. Give me the stats. Give me the numbers. All right, so he had 1,078 receptions, 15,000, almost 16,000 receiving yards and 153 receiving touchdowns. He's top three in receiving yards and touchdowns. All right? Only Randy Moss and Jerry Rice are in that conversation. And I'm be real. I'm going to get at you. I'm going to get at you old heads right now. If Jerry ain't played for 100 years, he, he wouldn't still have these records. He played for 100 years. He managed to survive and played for 100 years. So he could pad the stats. Those records would have been broken already. All right. T.O. didn't have, you know, in his latter years, the likes of Steve Young and Rich Gannon throwing him the football. A lot of these guys don't have Hall of Famers throwing them the football for, for a decade or more. Look at what he did without that. All right. Look what he did with Jeff Garcia. Shout out to Jeff. Look at what he did with. My man, Tony Romo, when he had him. Donovan McNabb, who, uh, mm, questionable, questionable about his, about, about his gamer, his, his, the, the inner gamer in him. Real Donovan. questionable, Donovan. Donovan. But look at what he did. Yeah. Look at what he did. He made Donovan look way better than what he is. Facts. I'm open. Get me the ball. I'll do the rest. Son, they played right. a broken leg, B. Yep. Should have won Super Bowl MVP, but uh, they couldn't win the game. I wonder why. We wonder. Five-time oh. first-team All-Pro, six-time Pro Bowl, three-time NFL receiving touchdowns leader, NFL 2000's All-Decade second team, and San Francisco's 49ers Hall of Fame. Easily. Yo, when he broke Jerry Rice's record for most receptions, do you know Jerry Rice was on the team? He yeah. was lined up on the other side. You know, you know Jerry was salty about that. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't celebrating that. Jerry, you salty, man. You know. Yo, Jerry, he did it without the stickum. Mm. Mm. Which is why when our number one, well, my number, our number one, because my number one stays right again. But the number one for me on this list, even though we're not doing numbers, we'll bring that stickum shit back up. But oh, we're gonna bring it back up. But Terrell, I don't care what Skip Belly said about you. Not a problem. You were just oh, mad I wanted competitive. to get to that. You were just mad competitive, B. If you ever play sports or you ever did something and you were ever competitive, that's competitive nature is to wild out and do what you got to do to be competitive, period. It's the same thing. Well, same mind frame the Patriots have. They're competitive. They don't like losing. I'm not a Patriots fan, but they don't like losing. That's why there's no stars over there. Whoever's hot gets the rock and that's it. It don't matter if you're Tom. It don't matter if you're the third string. If you're hot, you're going in. If you're not, you're not, period. You called that man Skip Bayless. You called that man Team Obliterator. You're 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 exactly what 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 reality TV needs. All right, propaganda and nonsense and BS, pure BS. I mean, big Longhorn Texas grade BS. All right, 
He's not team obliterator. He's not a problem in the locker room. Dude stayed in shape. He's in shape now. Dude stayed in shape all through the offseason, worked his ass off to be ready for every single season. And just because a dude yells and screams on the sideline doesn't mean that he's being a problem. It means he wants to win. Come on, we, we know what it is. It's off of TV. Because the same thing that Tom Brady does, Skip loves. But if anybody, yep. but if anybody else does it, Skip don't like it. Tom does right, it. Michael Irvin did it. All these guys did it. All right, Playmakers that want to make plays, that know that they can make a difference, all the 88s on, in this franchise, they've, they've yelled, they've expressed themselves. Michael was looked at like, yo, what do, what do you mean, what are we doing? I, w- I heard and I was told and I saw videos hearing that, that he's one of the leaders on that team. He's a huge reason as to why, you know, th- they stayed fired up. All right, T.O. is one of those people you, you take, you follow his lead. You follow the lead of that passion, that level of, of competitive energy and enthusiasm. You follow that. So I want somebody competitive on my team. I don't want no soft cake. I don't want nobody that's mad quiet. I mean, to each his own, everyone plays a different different styles. But I'm not going to sit there and be mad at somebody that's mad competitive and wants to win. Period. Exactly. When you're on, if you're going to talk some, go ahead. Ain't nothing wrong with that. No. I nothing wrong with you. Yo, you feel yourself. It is what it is. Are you hot right now? Yes, if you're producing. So I ain't, I ain't never gonna be mad. And T.O. 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 cared about the game. He cared we about. Already, we already know. What, we already know what Skip is doing. It's off of TV because I can't believe. I don't. I really don't believe Skip actually thinks like that. I think it's off of TV because we know if, if Skip likes you, you can do no wrong. If he don't like you, everything that you can't do wrong is wrong. So we already know that it is what it is. But I do believe that some of that Skip should. Did probably help hinder T.O. from getting in the Hall of Fame a lot quicker than he should have. And remember, writers vote. The writers vote. Exactly. Matter of fact, if you're watching this right now, petition for the writers to not be in charge as to who gets in. It should be past players. Past players, GMs, presidents, coaches, etc., other Hall of Famers. They they should decide. I I, I with all due respect. Sports writers, I'm happy that you cover the game, and that's cool. But like Marshawn Lynch said, y'all, y'all are real shady. Y'all are real, real shady. All right, and if you feel a certain way about somebody, that's 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 one of the ways that y'all show it, and that's not cool. That's not cool at all. Y'all know better than us. All right, just because we don't write about the game doesn't make you any better than us. You sit in the couch or in the stadium and you watch the game like everybody else and you have nothing much to do with the game. Some of them get better seats. But you're going to decide, you know, who's a Hall of Famer and who's the MVP and stuff like that. I mean, even even if you're going to decide, at least get it right. I mean, think about it. Michael Jordan and LeBron James did not get certain MVPs because they wanted somebody different. Because the writers like just wanted robbed. somebody different. Kobe was robbed of MVP. You know that, right? Who's going to bring back Kobe? Kobe was robbed. But we should have got it again. But anywho, let's move on. Last last guy on the list. Y'all already know. Greatest of all time. I, I second that. believe he's the greatest of all time. Obviously, it's not Jerry because we said Jerry be salty. So Jerry's not there. We're not going to take away that Jerry was a great wide receiver. He was. Jerry, I put you third. I ain't got no beef with you. No beef. It's gonna be real. Our man didn't use stick him. All right, but before I even get to the to the to the greatest all time, Jerry Rice ran routes the way everybody should run routes. All right, because he wasn't the fastest dude on the field. He didn't have like the blow up combine or or pro day. He ran he ran his route to a T. And if you follow that man in in terms of in terms of of honing your craft that way, damn, they're always gonna be open. Ask Larry Fitzgerald. All right. You stay in shape the way that he did in the offseason. You can, you can be on the play for every offensive snap, which gives you more opportunities to make plays, get catches, touchdowns, etc. He was in great shape. He was fine-tuned to his All game. Right, so this, this ain't roses for Jerry. This ain't, good. Roses for Jerry. this ain't roses for nah, Jerry. Nah, yo, I, I had to I throw the respect out there. Just, just in case people think something stupid. Third. Grace all the time, though. In case you think it's something stupid, 
Rand University. I, the man that went to Marshall. Catch a beat running like Randy Moss. Who else got a song? Come on. Who else got a song? Niggas getting mossed right now. Uh, you don't you don't get anything else but most. There's nobody else. Greatest receiver of all time, period. No stick'em. Just freaking nature. My man said it. He meant it. He did it. He said, I play when I want to play. And when he wanted to play, you weren't stopping him. Period. First time I touched the ball, I'm trying to score. First time. First time I touched the ball, I'm trying to score. I'm trying to get in that end zone. Throw it up above his head. They can't jump with me. Golly. NFL Films, touchdown. Put it on. Fourth quarter. The game time presently at 17 all. Culpepper wants to throw. Cox and Pires and deep the Moss. Downfield. And it's good. Where did they get it? Touchdown, Vikings. Y'all can put that to y'all's book. I told you and I told you. Touchdown. Robert Smith is back from Minnesota. And he is throwing it back to Cunningham, the old flea picker. Open is Randy Moss, and in the end zone is a Minnesota touchdown. Yep, you know they were going to do it. The fans knew they were going to do it. The Dallas Cowboys knew they were going to do it. Here's Cunningham back to throw it and going deep, and he's got Moss, and there's a flag on the play, and Moss has caught the pass, and is in the end zone anyway. Touchdown. Just throw it as far as you can. This guy is amazing. Randy Moss is amazing. Cowboys showing blitz. Minnesota. Randy Moss breaks the tackle and Randy Moss races down the sideline and Randy Moss just outruns everybody into the end zone. He is incredible. I'm serious, pal. Trust me. I promise when you put it up and you see that yoke, you can't do nothing but get your roll on. You can't do nothing but get your roll on. As he looks for the end zone for Randy Moss who leaps and makes the reception for a touchdown. Gary Collins, play action to Jordan. Steps up, going to throw a deep ball high in the air down the left sideline for Moss. He's got it! And Moss cuts inside, breaks a tackle. He'll go into the end zone. 10-5. Touchdown! Raiders! A counter play action. Collins stepping up big. Heaving one high and deep to Moss. Right sideline. He's got it! 10-5. Touchdown! For Randy Moss, touchdown reception number 23, an NFL record. Brady shoots it for the end zone. Randy Moss gets it. Touchdown. What a spectacular catch. Looking, fires left, up for it and grabbing it for a touchdown. Randy Moss. Pump fake by Brady, shoots it down the right side. Randy Moss is there. He's got it. Touchdown. Fires end zone, touchdown, Randy Moss. Third touchdown pass of the game for Tom Brady and the second touchdown catch for Randy Moss. Cardinals bring five. Niners pick him up. 
And Smith finds Moss for the first down and more. There goes Randy Moss down the sideline. Randy Moss on Monday night. What else is new? Touchdown. Randy Moss. The double move is supposed to be before you catch the ball, <laughs> not after. He can run. Old man can still run. Thanks, fellas. What's going on? 113. You hear me hit you in your chest enough? That means you got to feel good tonight. Monday night, you got to feel it. Hey, what y'all want to do today? Hey, hey let's do this. Too. Let's do it. I didn't realize where that ball was. If I didn't know where that ball was, I'd score. Back goes Johnson, rolling right, first and 10 from the 48. Bomb downfield to Moss. Down there, juggles it. Oh, touchdown! I came out the womb, I was ready. Tell him, mama, you know I was ready. That's why you had me. What's funny? Yo, the dude, <laughs> the dude had the ridiculous catch radius. Pretty much put the ball anywhere, and he's going to get it. It was a video game. Dude was like, yo, just throw it, was, it up. He was literally a cheat code. I Tom Brady had the greatest time of his life playing on the same team with Randy Moss. He said it got to a point where I was like, I could snap the ball, take a few steps back, and just throw it up in the air. Because Randy's going to go get it. It's a video game. That just mm -hmm. feels great. That's fun. 982 receptions, 15,000 yards, second to Tio. 156 receiving touchdowns, second to Jerry. And the list of accolades is uh, ridiculous. Six-time Pro Bowler. Should have had more, but, you know, when you go to the Raiders, when when they're a complete and utter joke and they have no quarterbacks and no structure, you see what happens. Mm -hmm. Four-time fir first-team All-Pro. 100th anniversary all-time team. Wow. I mean, he made it all-time for the, for, for the all-century team because the NFL is just over 100 years old. He's on the all-time list starting at wide receiver. I keep going because the accolades are crazy. All-decade team, easily. NFL comeback player of the year in 07 because he – Finally got out of Oakland where everybody thought he was done. Mm -hmm. Ran a 4-3-7 for Bill Belichick. And they were like, wow, this man's 30-something years old. That He's year, running faster than, than the young dudes in the combine. That year was crazy. Broke Jerry Rice's record, single season record for most receiving touchdowns. All right? 23. 23. No, no one's touched that. Tell me, tell me Tom wasn't having fun. All right. He's a five-time... Tell me, Tom wasn't having fun. Tom was having too much fun. He, that was, he, he that was the record for most touchdowns. That was, literally, that was literally a cheat code game for Tom. He's like, I'm just throwing this shit. Go get it. That was the one time I was actually rooting for, for the Patriots. I wanted to see Moss win a Super Bowl. Like, keep going. Five That's something that they couldn't take from him. But he's in Five the Vikings. NFL receiving touchdowns leader. Vikings ring of honor. Oh, he's in the Patriots all 2000 team. You already know. Easily offensive rookie of the year. Uh, mm -hmm. He had 18 touchdown receptions that rookie year, and he was wearing number 18 at the time, too. He wasn't wearing 84 yet. Respect that. Oh, word. Yo, you run the Bolitnikov. That's for the best wide receiver. And think, you're playing at Marshall. They didn't have the respect. Uh, they didn't have that great respect at that school at that time. And to put the numbers up that he did in college and, and, and for them to see him and notice that, that's, that's crazy. That, that's, out of, that's out of like 100 and, what, 130 Division I colleges. And he's, he's going to – he won the best wide receiver at, at a small-time small school at the time. Beast. So but he's all-conference, everything. Mac played a year. Mac like I said, the 23 yeah. receiving touchdowns. There was 17 receiving touchdowns as a rookie, which is still a record till this day. That shit ain't getting broken. We did, we did the receptions. 
982. And you got most because you don't get anything else. Son, you know you're nice when you get a whole whole segment, you know what I'm saying, for you. Whole segment. Whole Hell, segment. It's done more somebody. Man, I ain't gonna lie. I like him as a commentator too. Keep it at 100 on there. You know what I you know what else I like? Straight cash, homie. I they find him after after doing the 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 the, the fake moon in Green Bay after scoring the touchdown, and they find him 10 grand and he ran up. Randy, uh how how do you plan on paying this fine? You gonna pay this fine? You know this already. Straight cash, homie. That shit on the t-shirt is what it is. It's history. They they still talk about that on, on NFL Sunday countdown. Have a little fun with that straight cash. Legend. Legend. You don't get no better than that, man. The dude had speed. He's 6'4, yo. Running like a, a, a freaking gazelle. Catch radius. Just amazing. Played with one Hall of Fame quarterback his whole career. Just one. And it was for one year. And the Patriots dropped the ball because they should have brought him back and ran it back for year two after they saw it happen. Like, yo, we damn near won this thing. Now nah, let's run it back. That's exactly what they should have did, and they dropped the ball with that. You're not Bill. It's Bill. I don't want to pay nobody. I, I, don't, I don't really know what the particulars of that is because I don't, I, don't I don't think money was too much of a big deal. But you know what? They missed one. They missed one because they would have won it. They would have won it. They would have went back. They would definitely went back. That was crazy in New England. That that was that was some of the most fun I had watching football ever, ever. And I and I mind you, I I don't I don't like the Patriots, but I do respect them and yeah. plenty of respect for Tom. Is most fun I had watching the game in a long damn time. Yeah, back since the Rams. Since the Rams were the um the 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 best show on turf, that was yeah, it was the most fun since that two thousand year. No, I don't, I don't think we're going to go going into later. We'll, we'll do that another podcast because uh, it's it's kind of New England, it's kind of New Englandish. You know, it's about my man Cam, but I think we'll, we'll say that for another day. What? I'm not a Patriots fan, but I I really think they should run it back. Oh, he have, yeah, he didn't have an off season. He got COVID. He missed a lot of he, shit that was going on. Clearly, he was sick. Didn't really know the change. Didn't know the receivers. Now he knows. He knows the offense. He knows what's happening. He gets he gets time this year for the for the off season workouts. You know I'm saying he gets that that whole training camp. It it could be a whole different. Ball game. I mean, the only reason why I don't want him to run it back is because, like Chad said, they don't got no dogs over there. No one, no. To, no one to bail them out. No one to throw to. So, if it looks bad, it's Cam's fault, which which sucks. So, Word. and he had to play most of that season without Julian Edelman, Nikhil Harry. I don't know what was going I mean, let me, on. Let me, let me put it like this: Do do I, I want him to run it back? Because I don't want it to look like. He's the reason why the Patriots were trashed this year. So it's more, I guess it's more of that reason. But he should definitely go somewhere else. Like the Washington football team is it would be a great look for him. Ron Rivera. They got dogs over there. The defense is crazy. Yo, their defense is crazy. They got some, they got some players over there. I think he looked better there. So yeah, I think he should leave. So next what I said, I just don't want to make it look like he's the reason why the Patriots were trashed when it wasn't because Tom. Real football people know the difference. They know that it wasn't it wasn't Cam's fault that the Patriots looked the way that they did. Yo, you know Edelman not there. They had no tight end presence whatsoever. The running game was good, but the team start to stack the box. The receivers didn't show up. The young guys didn't show up. Cam was sick. Clearly, Hated three them. three of your best defensive players. Um, opted out of the season. Your leader in in Dante Hightower, who I think they really missed last season, and it might have made a difference in terms of making the playoffs and not making the playoffs. Yeah, we can go into that because and that's off the dome. Yeah, we can go into that later because it might be over for the Patriots. But anywho, 
This is our Roses edition. Haters are going to hate. A lot of y'all are going to say that we should have had Jerry up in here. Although, like I said, it wasn't a top five. But y'all going to say that Jerry should have been here. But it ain't your Roses. It's our Roses. We're giving props and Roses to people. Jerry got his Roses. We're giving props to people. He's giving himself Roses when he talks shit to Randy and them other dudes all the damn time. When he just pop up and want to remind everybody, hey, I'm number one on this list. Number one on that list. Oh, this guy's had explosive career. Well, good. I got more Super Bowls than they do. You played with Montana and Young. Shut your ass up. Uh, you had Bill Walsh, one of the greatest coaches of all time. Definitely. Uh, you had one of the greatest teams ever assembled. Teams win championships, bro. Megatron is one of the best receivers to ever play the game. I had to retire early because his organization is trash. And he, and he, and he locked himself into a contract. So, and he was either play or go home. So Barry this, Sanders, too. I'm about to say, Barry early. Sanders left early because there was just no hope. Zero hope. But yeah. So I don't want to hear about who got no. Super Bowls. No rants. We already know what it is. If we got a list wrong to you, put it in there. Put the comments. We didn't get it wrong. But if we did. Nope, we didn't. If you want to add somebody or yeah, if you got another set of five that needs to get their roses, holler. Yeah, put it in the comments. Like it, share it, comment. Let's get to let's get this shit on some at least five hundred likes. At least I ain't going crazy to say five thousand. Let's get at least five hundred likes. Share it. Tell your peoples. What do we would have missed? We'll do another roses edition. Maybe Gamma will be with us next time. We don't know. We'll see what it is. We'll see what it is. But you already know what it is. Like, share, comment, subscribe. Join the Patreon. Get those get those extra episodes. Come on. I know you want some. About them cowboys. Let's get it. But like, win, lose, or draw. I don't care. Is it, is how about them cowboys. What's the, what's the thing? It's always how about them cowboys. Win, lose, or draw. What's the thing right here? Dynasty. It's the rocks in the building. Let's get it.